What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is, John. Indeed it is. Oh, my God, we made it to Friday, y'all. Ugh. Man, it's been a week. Hello, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in the beautiful city of Kenston, North Carolina. It is, indeed, finally Friday. Let me look. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, it's Friday. March the 3rd. In the year of our Lord 2023, this is episode 814 of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. By God, they'll be joining me here at the end of this first hour today for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We've got another great show for you today uh, here in our first hour. We're going to be joined by a regular Friday guest, and he's the dean of ENC Sports Talk host, Mark Panicelli of 252 ESPN and the Drive with Mark Panicelli, which airs on 252 ESPN, 107.5 FM in Greenville. 107.5 FM in uh, in, uh, in Newburn. And you can listen to it all over the greater Kenston, Lenore County area. That's one of the things I ask him that I just – we can hear it here on 107.5, but I don't know if it's coming from the Greenville station or from the Newburn station. But does it really matter? Because we can listen to it either way. So uh, – but Mark, uh, man, we're going to be talking a uh, final day of ACC regular season basketball. That is tomorrow. We're going to talk uh, some ECU baseball. We've got the Clark LeClaire, uh, or we've got the LeClaire Classic. That is in town all weekend up in Greenville. Uh, so we'll chat about that a little bit uh, and just a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, but we're, we're here for a good time, not a long time with Panicelli because, we're gonna, like I said, we're going to play the birthday game here in this hour too. Uh, but then the next hour, man, let me tell you something. We're going to be joined by Eastern North Carolina's uncle. I think that's what I change his intro every time I have him on. He's formerly of uh, Down East Today, uh, which he did for about a quarter century. Uh, Tack 9 and all that, it's the great Rick Vernon. And I got to tell you, man, I there there are a few people that uh, – there are a few people that I will profess my love for here on uh, the Brian Hanks show. Let me tell you something. Rick Vernon – is that guy? Uh, we were uh, Chris Sugg was Chris Suggs was supposed to be on today's show. If you remember us promoting it yesterday, unfortunately, Chris uh, got called up to New York City for uh, for some conference or something. He's flying back today, and uh, it just completely uh, slipped his mind that he was supposed to be on the show today. But you know what? I called Uncle Rick and uh, Uncle, or I messaged Uncle Rick, and Uncle Rick said, "Hey, I'll be there." <clears throat> So very excited about that. Uh, just, again, uh, one of the great entertainers. And, again, I think that's a great way to describe him. I'm going to ask him that. That's going to be my first question when we get started here in the second hour. And let me tell you something. I have blocked off the entire second hour of today's show for Uncle Rick because I know I get him on here and uh, we just get to talking. And before you know it, the hour is out and it's very entertaining. He's just he's so good. I can't believe it's been three months, though, since he was on. He was on early in December was the last time. It just it shows you how quick time flies, but we're going to get caught up with him. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Let me hit the cough button here for a second. Goodness gracious. I got to do a better job. I'll yell at the dog and yell at the cats and stuff before I get started uh, in the morning. But uh, I've got to like uh, do some voice exercises or something before I start because I really don't talk that much before, uh, before I fire everything up here at seven o'clock so i'm still you know trying to clear the throat and everything i know you guys want all that all that behind the scenes stuff there so there you go hey uh you know what we're gonna save all this basketball talk for uh for our good friend uh mark panicelli when he joins us here in the 
Mr. Clemens, I'll hit you uh, when I get off the air. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot to uh, send that to you last night. I thought uh, we're sharing, I'm sharing a number with him. So uh, I'll, I'll hit you later on if you're listening right now, Mr. Clemens. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, hey, uh, listen, ECU baseball tickets uh, for LeClaire Classic. If you try to buy them, you can't get them. I have uh, I have uh, some tickets for this weekend, so, uh, courtesy of our good friend Danny Rice. If you would like to go to the LeClaire Classic this weekend, I know, Keith Spence, that uh, you are using them tomorrow. I'm pretty sure you're using – I've got four tickets each day. Uh, I do don't think uh, – anyway, if you're interested in going tonight or today, Saturday or Sunday, hit me up. I will hook you up. And, again, that is courtesy of uh, our good friend Danny Rice, uh, who uh, is just one of the great guys. And if you want to go, man, there are some great games this weekend that are going to be taking place uh, over at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And, again, if you'd like to go, let me know. And I will hook you up, okay? First come, first serve. I'm not going to make it like the seventh caller here on uh, the Brian Hanks. No, we don't do that, you know. So uh, if you've got the digits you or you can hit me up on Facebook or on Twitter, I've got some tickets for you to go see uh, ECU Pirates Baseball. It's, it's sold out for the whole weekend. Uh, the Clark LeClaire Classic, or I mean the, the Keith LeClaire Classic at, at Clark. <laughs> You think maybe I should just start all over this morning? Let's see. We're six minutes in. I'm having trouble just pronouncing simple words. It is what it is. Uh, Hey, uh, just to give you an idea of what the games are today at noon. Yes, it starts at noon today over at Clark LeClaire. Long Beach State takes on Georgetown. That's a noon game. Then ECU takes on Indiana, scheduled to begin at 430. Tomorrow, Georgetown takes on Indiana at noon, and then it's ECU versus Long Beach State at 4.30. And then Sunday, and I just got a a text telling me, uh, sorry, the Sunday tickets are already taken. So if you'd like to go today or uh, Saturday, then I've got tickets for you. And then uh, Sunday, it's Indiana versus Long Beach State uh, at 11 a.m. on Sunday. And then Georgetown versus ECU, that's at 3.30. So just a ton of baseball going on out at uh, Clark LeClaire Stadium as it's the Keith LeClaire Classic all weekend. And uh, get out if you can get out there and see the games, get out and see the games. I'll be doing the PA for today's games and for uh, Sunday's games. And then tomorrow on Saturday, I'm going to be doing uh, the ECU softball team has a uh, big uh, – uh, tournament in this weekend, uh, several teams. And, heck, let me tell you about those two. You should go see them. How about ECU softball? Off to a 13-3 and start so far this season. I mean, just insane they are playing so well. And ECU in the Pirate Invitational, they are going to be playing five games over the next three days. Uh, and, again, like I said, uh, tomorrow I'll be doing uh, – I believe I've got four games tomorrow – but they take on Monmouth twice. Uh, they take on Monmouth today at 3, tomorrow at 12.30. They take on Maryland twice, today at 5.30, and then sun, uh, yeah, Sunday at 12.30, and then St. Joseph's on Saturday, uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And again, like I said, I'll be doing uh, ECU baseball today, ECU softball tomorrow, ECU baseball again on Sunday. And I'll have uh, the son of Kinston, uh, Scott Whittington, up in the uh, press box with me on uh on Sunday. So excited about that. So there you go. That's your uh, ECU update. And again, if you want tickets to uh, baseball tickets to tonight's game or tomorrow's game games, then hit me up and uh, I will hook you up. Thank you again to Danny Rice for that. Uh, how about Reggie Bullock and the uh, sixth place Dallas Mavericks? They won last night, 133 to 126 at home versus Philadelphia. This is what's crazy. A very historic game. Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving both went for 40-plus points, but which makes you wonder, well, how did Reggie do? Why? He was the third-leading scorer on the team with 15 points, three rebounds, and an assist. Uh, Played very well. All 15 of his points came from the three-point line and five of ten shooting from three. Uh, The Mavericks play Sunday at 1 o'clock. That's going to be on uh, Brian North's WCTI Channel 12 and that when they take on the Phoenix Suns. I got to tell you, I think uh, last night was just a microcosm of the way that Mavericks are going to look. They're still trying to get uh, uh, Kyrie integrated into the system, and last night was a great example. I got to watch some of that game last night. Uh, what happens is uh, Luka and Kyrie 
They set up outside. Uh, they drive in. When the defense collapses on them, they either hit each other or they hit Reggie out on a wing because Reggie played uh, what for? I don't have it on here, but he played about 38 minutes last night, 36, 38 minutes. And they they kick it out to Reggie. He shoots a three-pointer, and he was 5 for 10 from three last night. And that was awesome. I think that's what's going to be uh, that's that, that, that new-look Mavericks team uh, with, uh, Kyrie's per part of it. That's what you're going to see. Uh, and just a, a great, great game for him. Like I said, last night, 15 points. Yes. It got buried in, uh, Luca and Kyrie, uh, both going for, uh, more than 40 points each, but this is just perfect for Reggie. And I think they're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, the Pelicans, they were off last night, uh, but they play at golden state at 10 o'clock today. And then they have the whole weekend off. They don't play again until Monday. So uh, good for Brandon and the New Orleans Pelicans. They're in tenth place right now. They got to get some. They got to get some wins. They're sixty-three games in this season, thirty-one and thirty-two. They've only got nineteen regular seasons uh, games left. They really need to uh, make a splash here in the last few weeks of the uh, regular season if they're going to get into the playoffs. Or right now they're tenuously into the playoffs. Okay, how about LCC? Uh, the basketball team, uh, they are, they take on Bryant and Stratton today at five o'clock in Wilmington in the quarterfinals of the region 10 tournament, very winnable game. You heard coach Chris Brown on here Wednesday talking about that. And I think it's a very, very good chance for, uh, the Lancers who are playing their best basketball of the season. They've won five of their last eight games. And, uh, again, a, a very good chance for them to advance to the, uh, semifinals of the region 10 tournament tomorrow. Uh, but that's at 5 o'clock today, so I will be following that big time tonight uh, when I'm in, in Greenville at ECU. Now, the baseball team, they are off today, but they play a Saturday doubleheader. They're 11-5 right now. They play a Saturday doubleheader at Brunswick Community College in Bolivia, North Carolina, and then they're back here home at uh, Lancers Field at 1 o'clock. So uh, a chance for you to get to see the Lancers uh, baseball team. And this is a big series. Uh, you know, we had a uh, coach on – uh, what about a week or so ago and uh, they're they're having a great season 11 and 5 right now but this is a rubber meets road kind of series this weekend against a very very good Brunswick Community College team so if you can get out there Sunday and support the Lancers please do that and I know that uh, the Lancers will appreciate that big time hey uh, while we're talking about our good friends from Lenore Community College let's thank uh, LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks show uh, every day here. And they have been since uh, they're one of our day one sponsors and they've uh, been the only title sponsor of this show for almost 65 years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you so much to our uh, good friends, uh, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, uh, Catherine Pearson, all the folks, oh, Jeannie Kennedy, all the folks over at uh, Lenore Community College. We do appreciate them big time uh, for uh, being the title sponsor of this here Brian Hanks show that you are listening to. Uh, hometown, I tell you what, let's jump into, before we get into Hometown Heroes, let's look at last night's scores. And all these scores come from maxpreps.com, except for uh, one that I got here from encmoments.com. And that was the big game of the night last night. Man, I wanted to go to that game last night, and things fell through, and I wasn't able to. But North Lenore versus CBA Cock last night. And, uh, man, Luke Cannon's debut here in uh, 2023, his prep baseball debut for the North Lenore Hawks. They beat CBA Cock last night 4 to nothing. Big-time win against a very, very good uh, Acock team. Uh, the Hawks are now 2-0. and uh, But let me tell you about Luke Cannon. <laughs> Let me tell you, he finished with, uh, now he pitched five innings, okay? So do the math here. He pitched five full innings. He had 14 strikeouts. So yes, yes, if you're doing the math, five full innings means there's 15 batters uh, that could get out. He struck out 14 of 15 batters. And this is CBA cock. This is not, I'm not going to denigrate another team. This isn't some little small 1A program that, uh, you know, that, 
north of north should roll over by 100. This is a very good CBA cock team, and, uh, man, Luke Cannon showed out yesterday. Now, he did have a little bit of trouble with walks. Uh, he had uh, five walks, uh, but he only gave up one hit the entire time. Uh, he, he Every time he would get himself in a little bit of trouble, he pitched his way out of it. But, man, you know what? It's the first game of the season, again, against a very good CBA cock team who will go three or four rounds deep in the playoffs. So, great, great win. For uh, North North, great performance by Luke Cannon last night. Again, a four to nothing victory. Uh, he told Junius of uh, NC Moments, this is a direct quote from uh, Luke. I think I went into a second gear with those base runners on. I just shut off the noise, and it felt like it was just me and catcher Tyler Sears out there. Uh, and so, man, congratulations, Luke Cannon. Great uh, season debut last night. And it's just only going to get better for them. But that was uh, the big game of the night last night. But how about Parrot Academy? All th- how about all three of our Lenore County teams won last night? North and North, 4 to nothing over CBA Cock. Parrot Academy takes on Pungo Christian out of Bellhaven. They beat them 8-3, to three, and Parrot is still perfect. They stay perfect, too, just like North and North at 2-0. and oh. uh, Pungo is now 0-1. They get a chance to uh, take on each other again today. We'll get to that in our schedule here in a second. And then South Lenore, uh, they bounced back from their season opening loss, and they pounded uh, Richlands 10-1 to last night and uh, make South Lenore now 1-1. The Wildcats of Richlands are 0-2. We've got uh, all three of those teams will be playing that uh, one yesterday here in Lenore County. Uh, North Lenore is home Versus Green Central, North Lenore is two and zero. Green Central is one and one. South Lenore is one and one. They're at home against North Duplin, who is still undefeated at two and zero. That's going to be a pretty good game, a pretty important game, a non-conference game for South Lenore. And Parrot Academy, it turns around. Like I said, they played Pungo uh, at home yesterday. They are on the road in Bellhaven today, as uh, they are two and zero. And Pungo is now zero and one. That game will be played, like I said, in Bellhaven today. And then uh, Aiden Grifton also plays today. They're at home. They're 1-1. One one. They take on an undefeated uh, Northside team out of Pine Town. So there you go. There's your baseball update. Uh, softball. Uh, South Lenore. I mean, I'm I'm a little concerned. Uh, South Lenore is now 0-2. Uh, they lost to Richlands yesterday by mercy rule, 12-2. And listen, Richlands is good. They're a 3A team. We know this is a pretty good team. But now the Blue Devils are now 0-2. They've lost to Richlands. They lost to Hoggard earlier this year. But they get a chance to uh, get a dub this week as they travel to North Duplin today. That game will be at 5 o'clock. And and South Lenore really uh, needing to uh, bounce back from uh, two losses here to start the season. But, listen, that program is is in great shape. I mean, yes, they lost. uh, You heard uh, Junius talking about them on Wednesday. They lost their uh, number one pitcher who is now playing college uh, softball, but they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. But it is a, it is a, a little unusual to see South Lenore get uh, mercy ruled, but that's what happened yesterday against Richlands in Onslow County yesterday. How about girls soccer? Uh, yesterday, uh, North Lenore lost 5 to nothing to CBA Cock. They're now 0-1-1. And then uh, South Lenore tied Chocowinity Southside, and they are 0-1-1. Just one game today uh, in girls' soccer as South Lenore is at North Duplin. Uh, again, South Lenore is 0-1-1. North Duplin is 0-1-1. So there's your prep sports update. And, again, go to encmoments.com, uh, the only place where you'll find accurate scores and uh, the most details about everything. Like I said, if you want to see a good game story about the North North CBA Cock game, that's where you need to go is encmoments.com. Junius has you hooked up there for sure. Uh, hometown Heroes, uh, a little bit of action last night. Uh, Damian Dunn and Temple, I actually ended up watching the whole second half of that game last night as uh, they improved to 16-14 and 14, uh, overall, 10-7 and 7 in the uh, AAC uh, with a 57-55 win on senior night against UCF. Damian didn't score in the first half. But how about this? He ended up leading the Owls in scoring with 11 points. He added six rebounds, four assists, and a steal in 39 minutes. Uh, So he played all but one minute in the game. Uh, The fifth-place Owls, uh, they finished their regular season on Sunday at third place Tulane, who is 17-10 overall, 10-6. And you're like, wait a minute. How had Tulane, with, what, three days left in the regular season, they've still got to play two games. That's right. They've got to play. They're doing that makeup game with ECU today at 7 in New Orleans, if you remember, that's the one uh, 
a very sad day in ECU uh, history. That's the day when uh, Jeff Charles passed away uh, down in Tulane, and they just called out or they postponed the game. That was postponed to tonight. So ECU basketball at Tulane tonight, and then Tulane turns around and will play uh, Temple on Sunday. Uh, but, again, congratulations to Damian Dunn. Just a great job last night. Uh, no points in the first half. Sends up with 11, 6, 4, and a steal in 39 minutes. Uh, just showing how valuable he is to that Owls effort. Uh, who else last night? Ashante Lynch and Maryland Eastern Shore. They lost at Delaware State yesterday, 68-44. to That wrapped up their regular season. Now they are 9-19 uh, and 19 overall, 5-9 and nine in the MEAC. Uh, Ashante did play last night. She came off the bench to score. Uh, she played 13 minutes. She finished with two points, two rebounds, three assists, and two steals. And they take on Howard in the first round of the MEAC tournament Thursday, so six days from now at 2 o'clock, and that will be in Norfolk. Um, uh, Trez and UNC, their home versus Duke uh, tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit more about that with uh, Mark Panicelli here in a few moments. We're still waiting to see who Isaac Parson and Jeremy Dixon of the fifth-seeded Winston-Salem State Rams uh, the CIAA men's champions, uh, I believe they start here in the next few days. Uh, we'll see who their opponent is going to be in the NCAA Division II tournament. Uh, Amaji Dodd and Charleston Southern, uh, they face UNC Asheville today in the Big South tournament. Uh, Dory Hines and UMO, uh, they face, face fourth-seeded Belmont Abbey today at six in the Carolinas Conference tournament. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, they are home versus Mississippi State Saturday at 8.30. So there you go. How about that? We got you caught up on everything here, all, all our hometown heroes, our LCC update, our NBA players update, our prep sports update. Man, this is fun. I love doing this. Hey, let me thank uh, our good friends over at Spence Automotive. You you love Spence, uh, Spence Automotive just like I do. It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. Located at 603 uh, Plaza Boulevard uh, in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly. And big lots, Spence Automotive is owned by our good friend and local sports writing legend, Keith Spence. It's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And, again, uh, thank you to Spence and all our day one sponsors, uh, LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, uh, Goeco Office Automation, Lovex Cafe, Spence Automotive, Woman Life, Rental Parrot Academy, and also the Kinston Police Department. I got to ask you, Mark Panicelli, have you ever dreamed of being a police officer? Um, <laughs> maybe when, you know, when I was younger, certainly. Dude, if you want to be, you could still be, if you want to be a police officer, dude, you could be a police officer. I think you got it in you, man. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've got something in me. I'm not sure if it's <laughs> the right stuff, but absolutely. We could always use a few good, uh, folks out there willing to, um, you know, it's, it's uh, sometimes a thankless job, but if we, you know, we need good people doing it and, uh, you know, certainly get out there and certainly opportunities. Absolutely. Hey, wait a minute. Let's listen to little Lenny bringing you in here. Okay, dude, if you're not awake now, and I'm not talking about just you, anybody, man, I love me some Lenny Kravitz, dude. And I got to tell you, I also, for you, dude, and this is uh, Mark Panicelli's uh, walk-up song here on the Brian Hanks Show. But, dude, guess what, man? Hold on, let me get it called up here. I got this for you, dude. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the very best of MTV Unplugged. Lenny Kravitz, are you going to go my way? And I'm telling you, you can't find it on Apple Music, so I had to, I had to go to the YouTube. I had to go to the YouTube machine to find it, uh, Panicelli. But uh, my favorite version of all time of this song, dude. Dude, if you yeah, look, you go ahead, dude. Good, yeah. 
No, I mean, it's great. It really shows, you know, that rock is this derivative of, of blues. And uh, and that's some good old-fashioned, you know, what, did you ever see the movie Crossroads with, uh, was it Ralph Macchio? No, I didn't, dude. Oh, no. Crossroads. No. What's it about? Oh, it's about a... Uh, a Tennessee blues singer, an old man who's an old folk son, who admits he's he, and turns out that he's this uh, famous blues musician of uh, you know the '40s, '50s, and Ralph Macchio is a, a kid who's like in classical uh, guitar school or whatever. And uh, anyways, they try to go back to Tennessee to uh, to win back. Uh, the guy sold because he sold his soul to the devil to be the best blues guitar player. So, no, if you haven't seen it, it's like, it's got to be like late 80s, probably. This is, you know, crossroads. So if you are if you love blues, blues guitar, you know, it's you know, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's Mark's recommendation. Dig, dig that up somewhere. I will weekend. do crossroads. Well, I'm going to be uh, ECU boy all weekend, so... Uh, it'll be tough. Uh, I tell you what, but uh, when I next week, dude, when when I'm not doing anything in the middle of the day, I'll try to I'll try to look that up, dude. Crossroads, I like it. I, you know, I vaguely remember, vaguely, uh, oh goodness gracious, uh, that. But I but I I don't remember. But I know I've never watched it though. So I so I need to, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a weird movie. You know, obviously, um, but if, if you love if you love blues guitar, it's fantastic. It's 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 a, it's as as Emmett Smith said, it's a rice of patches. And uh, <laughs> if you're if you're a big fan of blues guitar, I love that movie. Uh, well, dude, I, I will have to look it up for sure, dude. Well, listen, we're here for a good time, not a long time this morning. As we've got uh, our uh, good friend Rick Vernon coming in in the second hour, but. Uh, I do want to, uh, dude, we've got to talk some ACC, man. If we don't talk about anything else and get anything else in this morning, uh, Mark Panicelli, the ACC is as wide open and is as awesome as it has ever been. And it's not because of UNC. It's not because of Duke. It's uh, You've got four, uh, four of the, I wouldn't call them lesser programs, especially since Virginia won a national championship in 2019. But, dude, Pitt, Miami, Virginia, all tied at 14 and 5. Clemson and Duke a game back uh, from those tri- from that trio at thirteen and six, and then on Saturday we have got just a day, uh, an entire day. In fact, the only team uh, that is not going to be playing on uh, Saturday is NC State, as every team in the ACC plays Saturday, beginning at two o'clock. So you can watch for about eight or nine hours. Uh, just ACC basketball on Saturday. How fired up? Before we start breaking everything down, how fired up are you for tomorrow, Mark? I am fired up. Uh, I only have one, uh, and then, and I'm going to be completely honest okay. about, about all of this. Is um, okay. So first, let me deal with the ACC first. How are you going to put Pitt Miami at six o'clock, and then thirty minutes later tip off yep. Duke North Carolina? Because if being an ACC fan. I, I, I would, I would, uh, you know, I, I would like to watch that Pitt Miami game, and you know, um, and, and not to say that I might not channel surf to some degree, but I think the ACC could have definitely given us that. I mean, I know whenever they made the schedule, they probably weren't thinking Pitt Miami was going to be, <laughs> you know, the the, the the big battle for the for the for the conference title. But that being said. Uh, and uh, as I said, I was going to be honest, as the older I've gotten, I mean, and I used to watch like all of like, you know, whether it was Big Ten or, you know, uh, the Pac-12 or whatever. I used to watch a ton of college basketball outside of the ACC, but now I'm a much bigger NBA fan uh, for the most part. And so, so when it comes to college basketball, I'm really ACC-centric. However, um I'm planning on probably watching a ton of that ACC basketball on Saturday. And then um, to kind of get to know some of the other teams 
So what I did find was that four o'clock, what is it, Kansas, Texas, two top ten teams. I haven't watched a ton of that. I mean, folks, we're going to be filling out brackets next week. So yes. for somebody like me, it's time for me to sort of expand. And then there's, uh, I believe it's Arizona, UCLA would be, uh, I think, like an eight o'clock game after the uh, or eight thirty or something like that after the uh, North Carolina Duke contest. So. I'll probably uh, dabble in a little bit of that this weekend. But, no, long story short, I am excited. I really wish the ACC could have just put that one game, you know. You know, I remember, you know, it used to be, you know, 12, there'd be a 12, that last Saturday, 12 o'clock game, 2 o'clock game, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock, you know, but, you know, the way things are now, they've got to fill these time slots and they've got commitments to so many conferences. Um, but that being said, I am excited. A lot at stake for, for I mean, the, the regular season title up for grabs. A lot of teams play, playing for desperation. Clemson and North Carolina, the first four out. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the rest of the, of the afternoon is all about can, can you move a seed here or there and get ready for next week's uh, conference tournament. So, I mean, yeah, I'm super excited. It's March Madness, baby. It is indeed March Madness. And dude, I've got the ACC men's basketball schedule right here in front of me for tomorrow. And Mark, the, and again, that voice listener, Mark Panicelli from 252 ESPN in the drive with Mark Panicelli on 107.5 in Greenville and New Bern. It could have been as simple as this, Mark. They've got uh, the Pitt-Miami game at 6 o'clock on the ACC Network. Of course, Duke-Carolina at 6.30 on ESPN. But the 8 o'clock game on the ACC Network is Notre Dame and Clemson. Why not just flip-flop that in the Pitt-Miami game, put that at 8 o'clock? You get, you could watch the whole Duke-Carolina game at 6.30 and then pick up the uh, Notre Dame-Clemson, or I'm sorry, the Pitt-Miami game probably midway through the first half and then watch the rest of it. Dude, this is why they need... People like me and you and Brian North running the ACC and just running sports in general, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, it's, this is just common sense. And and the thing that the ACC network thing that drives me crazy is, you know, look, yes, it's committed to the ACC. So I understand if it's like this really big game and some other sport that they're trying to show that same day. But oftentimes they're replaying like, last year's sugar bowl or something like Good that Lord, and yeah. i'm like it's the acc network you can do you, you you should be able to plan all of this stuff out so that it that, so that it complements the games that are on the other networks uh but you know and again you know if they just put us in charge of this thing <laughs> we can make it so much smoother for everybody but I agree 100%, but still, uh, Louisville, Virginia kicks everything off or tips everything off at 2 o'clock. And, you know, you and I have not talked about this. I, I'm, I'm positive we haven't, and I'd love to get just, a, you know, a solid 90 seconds from you on the Louisville Cardinals. How in the wide, wide world of sports is, and I consider them a blue blood. Maybe we did talk about them on your show, but I'm pretty sure we've not here on, uh, on this show. But how in... It, there should never, ever, I don't care if they play 100 years or 120 years, Mark Panicelli, that Louisville is 4-26 and 26 overall. How is that possible? <laughs> Seriously. I was trying to think how slow I'd have. Because you said, you said, what did you say, like 90 seconds? Yeah. Like, could you give me 90 seconds on it? And then let, let me slow down and say, Rick <laughs> Patino. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. a third. You know, uh, one of my favorite summer uh, uh, topics is always the thirty for thirty that they haven't come out with, and oh, the Rick Patino one. <laughs> my man, I am ready for. Are you not? Are you not ready for? If if you folks don't know the Rick Patino, like. Man, I just there's there's a to say that there's a stigma around Rick Pitino. Well, for starters, it would that, have to be an NC seventeen rated uh, thirty for thirty, oh, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may, <laughs> it may, it, we we might need HBO to do it. 
There you go. So, there you go. Well, think about the wake that he's left when he leaves places, dude. And I can know personally for you and I what he did to our Boston Celtics, man. I mean, it took them years oh to recover from what he did in uh, in Boston. And like you said, I mean, that's a you're right. That's a simple explanation, two word explanation for why Louisville's where they are right now is Rick Pitino. But dude, still Rick Pitino or Matt Darty or whoever. There is no way, no how that Louisville should ever be four and twenty six, dude. Ever, ever. You could have gone in there. I could. Hell, you and I could have been the coaching staff. Either you or I be the head coach. There's no way that team should be four and twenty six, dude. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just it's it's unheard of, and you're right. I mean, they. I you know they they are a perennial college basketball powerhouse and haven't been certainly not this year and uh I would say you know it's it's been slowly you know decaying and and again they they were they were hit hard by some sanctions uh and understandably so and you know they just I I think they still have enough name cachet enough uh you know in their program and that they you know and and you and I know this from NC State, and so for all the Wolfpackers listening, please don't. This is some sort of backhanded compliment, but you and I grew up with NC State. Is like, well, if they started out in the top twenty-five and were in the top twenty-five most of the year, it wasn't a shot. Yeah, I mean, when Jimmy B was there, and even uh, you know, uh, I, I thought there were some, you know, a few years after uh, Jimmy V left, that even then they were still considered one of the one of the uh you know big programs in college basketball but once you start losing uh and having these these seasons like this the harder it is you and i talked about it with uh like nebraska football you know in the 80s oh my gosh this was you did not want to see nebraska on your schedule because they but, but they've not been able to to figure it out for decades now and I mean, there are certainly twenty-year-olds and 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 such that go. Why does everybody care about Nebraska football so much? And so, if you're Louisville, you can't fall into this into this funk for long because I still think the name Louisville and the tradition that they have there is certainly something that uh, can be built upon. They just can't get too far behind because you can find yourself where. You know, NC State right now is, or that that basketball program has such a rich history and and tradition, but it's been you know a decade or more of them not having the right situation in place and not being able to uh, to to contend on that level. And so, you know, Louisville just needs to to get the right person in there. I'm not sure the current regime is. Uh, I, I think it's a stopgap. Yeah, uh, I would say, but no, it is bizarre. Virginia Louisville last week of the regular season in in most years sounds like, oh my gosh, like why isn't this game on at eight o'clock? Yeah. So <laughs> well, we know why this year for sure. Well, let me ask you. We've got a couple more minutes here. Uh, let me ask you about Pitt in Miami. That is for uh, the ACC regular season championship. Uh, not that, you know, of course the conference is how they, uh, crown their champions. I had somebody message me yesterday. I'm like, I, I, I know this, but you know, people still hang banners for regular season championships. Uh, and that's going to be a big one. Miami Pitt, number 16, Miami, number 25 Pitt coming off that upset loss to Notre Dame. Whoever wins this game is going to be the number one seed in the uh, ACC tournament next week. If Virginia wins as they should, they will be the number two seed and the loser of that Pitt Miami game will be the number three seed. Uh, who you got dude Pitt at Miami six o'clock Saturday night. Mm. Well, I, 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 I love Jim Laranega. I think he's, one of the most unsung coaches uh, in the country. I think you probably expected Miami, who, you know, again, had, had a great team last year and a lot of returning pieces to that from, from that team last year. So I think there were certainly some expectations there. Uh, I don't know if it was this high, a conference championship, but Kit is the big surprise here. Uh, nobody expected this 
So uh, I know they had the, uh, the the tough loss to Notre Dame earlier in the week, but um, I got to tell you, home court it, in college basketball means so much more uh, than I think uh, maybe any other sport uh, because games in basketball are so often won or lost in the last three minutes of the game. And that those environments are just hard to play in. And we've seen teams in the ACC struggle uh, on the road. I mean, you remember as a Virginia fan not too long ago struggling up in Chestnut Hill. Yes. You know, I mean, it's just it's hard to win on the road. So since the game is in Coral Gables, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with, with Miami winning it. But what a great year for Pitt. Oh, and yeah, it, absolutely. You know, n- nobody saw that coming. Uh, and so, you know, for them, you know, congratulations. But I'm going to stick with the old, with the old ball coach there, Jim Laranega. <laughs> I think it's going to be a heck of a ACC tournament too. And I will be there. I will be covering the ACC tournament here on the Brian Hanks Show next week. Haven't decided what day I'm going to go up yet. Virginia doesn't play till Thursday, and with them playing that two o'clock game, <clears throat> or I mean, if they finish second, which I'm assuming, and I know you never assume anything. That typically is uh, the last game of the night, so uh, we'll, we'll see how that all shakes out. But, Duke, can you believe we're about to uh, about to let you go? We've not talked Duke Carolina. We've got to get a quality couple of minutes in Duke Carolina. Uh, our boy, uh, you know, not our boy, but our guy, uh, uh, Dontre Styles, played 10 minutes in the last game uh, and really contributed four points, had uh, played some great, great defense in the last game for Carolina. I think he's going to have a role. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing from my peeps in uh, Chapel Hill, he's going to have a role in this game against Duke, too. But my question for you is just give us the Mark Pan. I know people can listen to it probably in depth today at 5 o'clock on the drive with Mark Panicelli, but uh, give, give, us, give us 120 seconds of quality Duke Carolina preview here, Panicelli. I, I can't remember a Duke North Carolina game that you know that we've had that we're that we're heading into that doesn't have the you know look there it's big it's big for North Carolina so there's some desperation there uh, but both teams have really had their struggles this year now Duke's put themselves in a safer tournament position uh, but North Carolina needs this so much more um, I you know I I think it's you know. It's a new era, so I, I, I used to think that these were all going to be close games. The earlier game this year was not that great, uh, but I would think this North Carolina group that is certainly has some experience and knows how big this game is, and I think because North Carolina plays, it seems like this particular team only plays at its best when their back is fully against the wall. So I think that being said, the Tar Heels will find a way to edge out a win on senior night in uh, in Chapel Hill. and uh, But they're still going to need a couple more wins uh, to be safely in like the other uh, five or so ACC teams that Joe Lenardi has in. But but I do – don't you think this is one of the l- most, I guess, lackluster as far as the hype before the, the Duke-Carolina game that we've had in quite some time? It doesn't really have – you know, and I don't, I don't, again, I know there's some desperation for North Carolina, but it just doesn't have, neither one of these teams is ranked. Yeah. It does, this doesn't, that doesn't even, this doesn't even make sense. It's mathematically impossible. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. I mean, Duke, uh, tied for fourth right now in the ACC. Carolina, what, uh, fifth, sixth in the ACC. But like you said, they have come around lately and a good chance for them to, uh, uh, get their 20th win of the season. And I'm with you. I really think Carolina is going to win that game on uh, Saturday, but again, with really, it's not, they're not battling for a conference championship, regular season championship. They're not really battling for, uh, that much for, uh, ACC tournament seating. It's just going to be, I just don't think it's going to be, uh, that great, uh, that great of a game to me, uh, Panicelli. Well, listen, dude, hold on, hold on. Let me, uh, let me get your music here as I'm going to play you off here. Okay. Uh, he, All uh, right. uh, uh, dude, I, I've had to add an extra button for this. So wait a minute. We're all, oh, I got it potted down dog on it, dude. How do we do it with just one person, man? You and I, I mean, it, it, 
can, our show sounds good as it is, but can you imagine if we had actually producers that helped us do it, dude? I wouldn't even know what to do, Brian. <laughs> I know, man. I wouldn't even know what to do. Listen, Mark Panicelli, dude, you're the man. Thank you so much for joining us here on this Friday, and uh, have a great show today. And we will uh, we'll talk to you next week from Greensboro. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. You too, my friend. That is Mark Panicelli from 252 ESPN. Uh, we are going to, uh, hey, uh, Forrest Dawson, man, I love this shit. He sent in a comment. He said, on the ACC, need to go back to home and home with all teams for a true ACC champion, in his opinion. Mr. Dawson, I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's exactly what needs to happen. Listen, let's play the birthday game, and we will uh, come back and wrap up the first hour after that and get you ready for Uncle Rick Vernon here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. <sighs> it's Friday. It's finally Friday. It's Friday, March the 3rd in the year of our Lord 2023. We've almost made it through the week, John Dawson. Yes, they're, they're all, I just, I, people say, oh, dog, this has been a long week. They're all, it seems like they're all long now. now when, you, when you're out for Christmas or something, it's 10 yeah. minutes, but otherwise, it's molasses in the winter, baby. I'm telling you, dude, uh, What? Uh, what's your weekend plans? What are you doing this weekend, Dawson? Just, you know, working, I'll be... You know, editing stuff for the radio show, working on a column, trying to get a photo shoot together for band pictures. Where's that column published at? Bucklesberry.com. The most recent one is about King's Restaurant is start, is marketing a uh, barbecue-flavored chewing gum called Barbecue. You can read about <laughs> it at Bucklesberry.com. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, Barbecue. I haven't even read it yet, and it made me laugh, just the, the description. It's, uh, it's epic. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan Massey. How are you doing, my friend? I'm, it's Friday. I am finer than frog hair split four ways, Brian. Frogs have hair? Oh, that's oh, that's why it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Ah, the penny has dropped. Well, the penny hasn't dropped. I tell you, John, that boy is about as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you got going on this weekend? Oh, I don't know, Brian. I might go down to the local flea mall and count the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very John Dawson-y line there. Wow, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Ask me what I'm doing. What are you doing, Brian? I'm going to be at ECU all weekend starting today. I've got uh, two baseball games to call today on the public address system. Then tomorrow, starting at 9 a.m. all the way to about 9 o'clock tomorrow night, I'll be doing a softball tournament out there, a college softball tournament. So what time do you have to get up? Oh, I'm not done, sir. i got to put a pin in that, as you would say. What time do you have to get up to leave for that? Uh, Tomorrow... Hold on, let me look at my phone here, and I can tell you. You're gonna you. be in there over there by nine. What time you have to leave here? I I need to leave by eight. Yeah, cutting it kind of close there, aren't you, there, Bippy? Uh, no, I've got to be there at ten thirty uh, today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, today is Friday, March the third. I just know some people. If you contact them before noon on a Saturday, you get furniture thrown at you. Oh, you're talking about tomorrow. I got to be there at nine tomorrow. Right. So, uh, yeah, that means I got to leave here at eight. So now the games don't start till ten. So mm-hmm. just to know. I got to be there. I, I I make myself be there an hour early because I need to get all the pronunciations of all these weird names and you know and all that. Well, oh boy, I'm about so to get shot at here. So we're getting punctual arrival time. Well, plus, I get paid plus show prep. <laughs> okay, you heard what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want him to go to lunch with you, just pay him. <laughs> okay, I got it. <sighs> Mystery solved. There you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I'll be there, what, today is two baseball games. Tomorrow are four softball games, college um, softball games. Uh, nothing nothing quite like good college softball. Yeah, and then uh, Sunday, two more baseball games. So, yeah, hey, I love doing college softball games, okay? I mean, they are they – are, As it's, long as you're getting paid for them. I am getting paid very well to do them. So, yeah. uh, well, I, when I get paid for liking them, then I will too. <laughs> wow. Jonathan Massey, uh, <laughs> by God, uh, uh, you won yesterday. You rallied from a 2 to nothing deficit and in, in beat old John over here. Well, I, in my defense, you did play three Bon Jovi songs. That's enough to kill a man. But you got it. And you got the, but that, uh, I mean, the but Coldplay having, song, too. Having to hear that just – just mess up my brain. What's it's left scr- of it? It scrambled your brains. There yeah. you go. Uh, so, uh, Jonathan Massey, why don't you tell us about our title sponsor, GoEco Office Automation, and the great Jacques Pasolek? Well, 
folks, if you want to know what, what excellence and execution looks like, you need to go no further than the Office Innovation Center. You need to talk to Jock Passleg and the fine staff down there, and they're going to get you, your home, your office, your business, your, uh, what is another one, John, paramilitary Bill, organization. Yeah, you're your, planning uh, a coup. Yeah. Your, uh, your, Illegal fireworks stand. Yeah, I need more. Keep going. I need um, uh, a <laughs> unlicensed restaurant. Your, your Bogotel bouillon industry down in, in the South America. Your import areas. business from Bogota. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. You need to go see Jack Passlake and talk to him. He's going to get it set up for you, and you are going to be streamlined, just like Brian Hanks in that Canon MF420 copier. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming... What? A whole lot of paper has been used on that thing here. <laughs> yes, it has. I was trying to think about that the other day. I've, what, I've had it five years now, I think, uh, or I've had it for five Christmases and five Christmas or four Christmas tournaments. Anyway, we didn't have one in 2020. But uh, I have probably run through that bad boy about, this is not an exaggeration, about 200,000 copies. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Paper runs through that thing like sauce through a sick cat. Yeah, there you go. So. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That was John Dawson offering that meow there. Hey, if we want to call Jacques Passelig, how do we do that, John Dawson? I say, Jacques! <laughs> how do we do it, Jonathan Massey? Use a phone. <laughs> or or you can come to Brian Hanks' house and use the GoEco light. It's kind of like the bat signal. Yes. I like but, it. But, you know, Brian just shines it up whenever he has a problem plugging in his, uh, his, his uh, copier. But you can also uh, call this number, 252-252-286-286. Uh, 5-3-5-3-5-4. God, man. <laughs> or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com. I love it. Are you all right over there? If you Don't make that look at me anymore. Good okay. Lord. Okay. Hey, yeah. uh, we've got a musician here to start off uh, today's uh, birthday game. Ode to Joy. Ode Beams to joy. and Franks. I, <laughs> I guess, I, you know what, uh, if I'd have done some show prep and had it ready... You should have said we were at ECU and you would have had it ready. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I don't want to say you opened yourself up to it, but... That, yeah, it's a joke. It's did. a joke. Oh, it's all good. It's I'm mirth. Good. Is it? Oh, Tone Loke. Tone Loke. I love that you don't... Tone Loke. Well, he did a good job of sampling free all right now, which is the music behind this, and talking over it. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Do you know this song? Yes, I Funky Cold Medina. There you go. Get no satisfaction. I love Tone Logue, man. The best thing he ever did was he had a, a minor role in the movie Heat with Michael Michael Mann movie. He's got a great scene with Al Pacino. Really? Yep. I've never seen Heat, but you know how what a big fan I am of Bill Simmons. I will Simmons. watch Heat with you. It's Bill Simmons' favorite movie of all time. I've got a DVD or Blu-ray, actually, I think. Why don't you bring it over here? Will you play it on my PlayStation 4? Let's just quit the show right now. It's Friday morning. Let's just watch Heat today. What all do you right. Think? See you all later. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, he was born Anthony Terrell Smith, but we know him better as... Tone Loke. Yeah, Tone Loke. Jonathan Massey, how old today is the great Tone Loke? He was also in... Uh, the Jim Carrey movie were Pet Detective, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That's right, he played a cop. Yep. Okay, so he yep. was famous in the late 80s, early 90s. Then. Yeah, this probably this song came out, what, probably 89, 90? Probably. Why don't I Google that while he's oh, thinking about geez. this? Uh, 50. Cold. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking at what did you say? 89 or 90. March 18th, 1989. Why did you doubt me? I was not born yet. When were you born? June 19th of 1989. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, so Funky Cold Medina came out before you did. And before Brian. No, it was after <laughs> Brian came <out. laughs> Man, we love you. It's fun. I know, I know. It's, it's In the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Tone Low, Cal to see you today over there, Jonathan Massey. 57. What was your guess going to be? 57. Was it really? Yes. He is 57 years old today. He was born Thanks for March. giving him more research. <laughs> he was born March the 3rd in the year of the Lord, 1966. So, indeed, 57 years old. Chorus. There is no chorus in this song. Yes, it is. It's right here. 
This is the 80s, and I'm down with the ladies. Get that crap out of here. Brian. Okay, hold on. Something Brian never uttered during the 80s. Wow. I was brought down by the ladies in the 80s. No, that made no sense. Okay, uh, hey. He chased some ladies that were in their 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. That was last week. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, would you believe, dude, that's our only musical hint of the day. Aw. And I wouldn't really say it was musical. Dude, come on, man. You said you liked Tone Low. On what? what? I, don't, I don't recall him saying he liked I said I liked the song that he sampled and spoke over. Oh, 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 okay. He sampled I... All Right Now by Free. All right now, yeah. baby. Oh, no, I've got that wrong. Excuse me. Oh. That was a foreigner song on that one. It was a, I've got my rap stealing mixed up. <laughs> well, I'm sure he paid. This is 1989. They knew at this point you don't sample stuff without paying them for it. So uh, James Brown's drummer should be in like ten, his 10th mansion by now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you lead one another. Jonathan goes here to you, John Dawson. She was a gold medal winning track athlete for the United States in the heptathlon and the long jump. It's the incomparable Jackie Joyner Kersey. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not what I was going to say. Yeah. I was getting ready to guess her age. Oh. What are you about to have a fit? She's a fine looking, uh, a fine looking lady. Yes. That's those Olympic athletes are. Yeah. I don't even know if I'll get the decade right. Well, you remember Jackie Joyner Kersey? I do. I don't remember what year she was in the Olympics. Okay. You want me to look it up and tell you real quick? No, I don't care that much. Um, <laughs> God. I'll say she's fifty-two. You say fifty-two. What about you over there, Mizzle? Fifty-three. She was born March the third in nineteen sixty-two. She's sixty-one today. Oh, okay. Dawson. Yeah. She was probably, I think she was in the 80 Olympics. That would be about right. That would make her 18 at that time. I think she was in the 80, or not, a, the 84 Olympics. 84 Olympics. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> See, now it's too, you've done this to yourself. You platinum him, boy? That was 1990-something. Well, her last one was in 96. Uh, she was in 88, uh, at the very beginning. Wow, 88, 92, 96. Yeah. Wow, my bad. I thought I just thought she would have been younger then. So anyway, so she was uh, in '88. She was 27 years old, competing against these teenagers. Man, yes, she That's was awesome. a woman. <laughs> okay, uh, she's 61 uh, today, and you lead two to nothing, Jonathan Massey, and it goes back to you. I've got to be careful here because I don't want to step on any toes and irritate anybody. But I'm just going to make a statement of fact here. He was a Heisman, tro- Heisman. He was a Heisman Trophy winning football player at the University of Georgia, an NFL superstar who once uh, Herschel uh, Walker traded an entire draft class for him, and a failed candidate for the U.S. Senate last year. Thank God, it's Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. I'm now, all you had to do was not even mention. You should have just said a failed <laughs> campaign and stopped talking. I'm not going to step on any toes. Enters room full of toes. <laughs> <laughs> that was me saying that, and I have no problem saying that. But both candidates were, well, no, not in the Georgia race. There was a good candidate on the other side in the Georgia race. But, man, the Pennsylvania race was the one where you had uh, Dr. Oz on one side and then a guy who had had a stroke early in the campaign and still can't uh, wear jeans or pants for some reason. Have you seen that? I'll be honest with you, Brian. Unless it happens within a one-mile radius of my home. You don't care. Don't care. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And that's enough political talk today. Herschel Walker. How old today, Jonathan Massey, is Herschel Walker? And I really liked him, too, before he campaigned. It's one of those things, what you tell me about me, John Dawson. There you go. That... You know, it's stupid to run for something because ha- all the people can love you because, you know, all the people love me now, you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, but if I ran for something, then half the people would love me and the other half would hate me. Well, uh, instantly half would hate you because you chose a side, and then if you didn't, the ones that liked you, if you didn't do stuff for them, then they'd hate you too. Mm. So, Marshall yeah. Walker. Go politics. <laughs> yeah. Sixty-three. You say sixty-three. What do you say over there, Dizzle? Sixty-two. Can you believe Jonathan Massey, Herschel Walker, and Jackie Joyner Kersey born on the exact same day, year, everything? He is sixty-one years old today. He was born March third, nineteen sixty-two. 
just like Jackie Joyner Kersey. I knew I should have done it. I knew it. <laughs> I couldn't even make, did you notice I couldn't make eye contact with you? I was like looking over at, uh, you know, the TV and at uh, John's Barbie dolls over there. So Brian and, uh, Hanks has just announced his tale live on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, poker night at Brian's house next week. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's two to one now, and it goes back to you, uh, John Dawson. I know we've talked about this lady before because I remember us. Okay, get, you, get your Paul ready. John Dal or Jonathan Massey, get your girl ready. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Well, if only. She was one of the stars of Modern <laughs> Family from 2009 to 2020. Julie Bowen. She was in Happy Gilmore. I've been what, watching Ed. Me and the wife are watching. Is she in Ed? That's where she got her start. She was on that show, ran for four years. She's the co-star of Ed. Happy Gilmore came out before Ed. Yes. But I'm telling you. She, she is. Go ahead, go ahead. You can girl for me on this one. Thanks. Oh, that was a very good one, dude. That one lasted for like six. Well, seconds. He was gurring for two on that. Okay, one. three. <laughs> for three. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, there you go. There you go. I would. I think we all agree. Easy. Julie Bowen. That's enough. She's not your type, though, John Dawson. Oh, I beg to differ. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I beg to differ. What? Well, there are exceptions tall. to every rule. She's not tall. Yes. How tall oh, is Julie Jesus Bowen? Oh, Jesus in heaven. <laughs> God. How tall is Julie Bowen? I wish we could well, send Well, you it. know what? You're right. 5'6". She's 5'6". I, would, I wish we could send this to her so she would know how long my gur is. <laughs> <laughs> it was about six or, I don't know, seven seconds long there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I swear to God, I'll slap both of you. <laughs> <laughs> with one swoop. <laughs> with one swoop of the <laughs> hockey stick. Yeah, she's only 5'6". I thought she was like, she looks like she's 5'8 or 5'9". Oh, and they've got a whole photo album of her here. Brian, <laughs> focus. Yeah. But she's blonde. You're usually not into blondes, dude. Oh, you don't know anything about me. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I do. You're Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Tina Fey, uh, Patricia Heaton. Heaton. Yeah. You we know, I mean, the little short brunette. You don't like blondes? <laughs> so you think if Julia Louis-Dreyfus dyed her hair blonde, John would just be like, yucky. Yeah, I do. I do. I think he would uh, He would reject her. Yes, he would uh, be like, nah, I am no longer a fan. Right? Why are you staring at me like that? Because one, you're wrong. <laughs> I know. Okay, uh, Julie Bowen. Uh, goes. This is you, uh, John Dawson. You trail two to one. Fifty, oh man, I don't know. Fifty-two. You say fifty-two. What about you, Mizzle? Fifty-three. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You clinched the day with that one. She was born March the third, nineteen seventy, which makes her fifty-three. Hey, you know what though? You got to give John credit for getting that close to her birthday. I give him nothing. <laughs> I live for that, guys. Y'all know that. There you go. 53 mm. today. You're already lead 3-1. to one. Doesn't matter uh, if you get this one or not because you've already clinched the day, but we'll do it anyway. 67. <laughs> no. He's arguably one of the top players in the NBA today. His former Duke star and current Boston Celtic. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. And do you remember when we were in St. Louis several years ago and we saw you two in St. Louis and our Uber driver was, ta was telling was Tatum us. Tatum was the same guy. No, he wasn't. But he was because he, he's from St. Louis. Jason Tatum's from St. Louis. Remember him bragging about how proud they were because we said we were from North Carolina. And I guess he was at Duke at the time or, you know, maybe. in that range. Or maybe he just graduated or he didn't graduate. He only went one year. But uh, but he was talking about how pr about how proud St. Louis was of Jason Tatum. Don't you remember the, our driver talking about that? Got to be honest with you, Brian. I don't remember it. Really? Was I intoxicated? Yeah, that was from yeah. the airport to uh, the Airbnb after we had already imbibed at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> John, don't you want to go to Vegas with us? Not on your life. <laughs> Jason Tatum, how old is he today over there, Massey? 26. You say 26. John Dawson, how old is Jason Tatum? 2019 what, what, the story you just told, what year was that? 2019 or 18? It was either 18, 18 or 19. 18. 25. Yeah. Congratulations, John Dawson. Great job. Hey, you know what, though, John? 
you got to give Massey credit for being only one I year off. <laughs> I needed two of those before the weekend. Good. So you got my heart rate up. Uh, <laughs> what is up to? Uh, you, you hear him he needed something. He needed it. He did. You know what? Mm. We give you nothing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You win today, three to two. Jonathan Massey, you lead two days to one. A couple of uh, birthdays, one local, one a young lady I went to high school with. Uh, but Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good about yourself. A little Cle- bit. Yeah. Cleopatra. <laughs> wow. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you got to give him that. That was pretty good. Uh, Eve Mama. There you go. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, today is Minister Michelle Good's birthday. Uh, I, you, she's awesome. I used to work with uh, her husband at the Free Press. Uh, just just a, a, a great lady and, again, uh, one of the great ministers here in Kinston. And then the young lady that I went to uh, high school with, her name was Rosa Wood. Then uh, How would you pronounce L-E-T-A-S-Z? Lataz? Sure. Lataz? Lataz? What would you, how would you do it? Smith? L-E-T-A-S-Z. Lettuce? You got me, man. You ain't dragging me into this. Rosa, you'll have to tell me. I went to train. Let me tell you something. Rosa and I, we started in kindergarten together, okay? We went all the way from kindergarten through eighth grade at Trap Hill Elementary School. And then we went to North Wilkes High School from uh, ninth grade through twelfth grade. And she was just just one of the sweetest girls I ever went to school with. Mm -hmm. Great athlete, too. Rosa was an amazing athlete. Great basketball player. Good at running away from you. No, we were we were we were friends. She was I, I didn't, and she would say I'm sure she would say this. She's just a little cutie. She would have said the same thing about me. I, she we would say like, you were a little cutie. <laughs> no, they just we were like brothers and sisters. Oh, man. Okay. She was cool. She was really really cool, and it's been neat. That's one of the one of the few reasons I like Facebook is for I've not talked to her since graduation day probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, in high school, but we're friends on Facebook and just watching her. Uh, just you know, go through her life and me go through mine. It just it's really cool. But uh, miss you, Rosa. You're gonna have to tell me how she. I'm tagging her on this, you know, like I do with the birthdays. Tell me how to pronounce your last name, your married name now, because I do not. Lataz, Latiz, Lataz. We're not doing this again. Brian. We're not doing this again. Hey, so if today is your birthday, like uh, Rosa and Minister Michelle Good and uh, Jason Tatum, have a great birthday. Have a great weekend. We will see. Come out to ECU and hear me call out names and. Eight games in the next three days. Seems excessive. Hope you do it better than you did your friend's last name. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Pew, pew. That was good. That was very good. Have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, want to thank our good friend uh, Jacques Passleg over at GoEco Office Automation for being the uh, title sponsor of the birthday game every day here on the Brian Hank Show, as we are wrapping up our first hour in eight minutes. Man, we went over eight minutes here in the first hour. want to thank again Mark Panicelli of 252 ESPN, uh, The Drive with Mark Panicelli on 107.5 FM. I'm sitting across right now from ENC's uncle. It's Uncle Rick Vernon. Hey, Brian. What's <laughs> up, dude? Very. I, I can't wait. We're going to spend the last hour talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to the first hour of The Brian Hank Show, presented by Lenore Community College.